from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. An update on Henrico Schools School Resource Officer Program. Tips for students and parents as the county's virtual start to school is now just one week away and some help from an unlikely place for those facing eviction. We'll have details about those stories and much more in today's Henrico News Minute. It's Tuesday, September 1st, 2020. Today's News Minute is brought to you by Henrico Area Mental Health. And now for the news. Well, school systems nationwide are reviewing their school resource officer programs amid calls for reform. Henrico's school board received an update about its program during last week's work session. New requirements for SRO programs statewide took effect July 1st as part of legislation passed earlier this year by the Virginia General Assembly. They require departments to provide a minimum training for SRO certifications, including awareness of cultural diversity and implicit bias, mediation and conflict resolution, including de-escalation techniques, working with students with disabilities, mental health needs, substance abuse disorders, or past traumatic experiences, and student behavioral techniques, among others. Henrico Schools Emergency Manager Courtney Berry told board members that the system and its SRO program are on the same page about how the program should operate. The two agencies have a formal memorandum of understanding that has been in place since before the state required such documents, and it is reviewed annually. There are 35 SROs in Henrico schools, one at each middle school and at least one at each high school, according to Henrico Police Lieutenant Colonel Linda Tony. In 2015, Henrico Police developed the Juvenile Services Officer School, a 40-hour class that requires annual recertification of officers. The school has also added training on unconscious bias and microaggressions, the adolescent brain and student mental health and school safety, as well as the effects of COVID-19 on emergency planning. This month, officials have discussed their desire to increase community engagement opportunities and expand accountability procedures for the program as well. Some students and others in the community have expressed general concerns about the presence of uniformed police officers in schools generally and in Henrico schools specifically, suggesting that officers may at times become involved in situations that don't require their involvement, which can lead to traumatization of students and may impact minority students disproportionately. Tony told the board that officers are not supposed to be brought in because an administrator or the school security guard is not available, but rather to address criminal activity. Responding to a question from Verina District, board member Alicia Atkins about possible trauma experienced by students, witnesses, or even officers themselves when those officers have to use pepper spray or other force against students. Tony said that, quote, I reassure you that I know we've used our taser before. I know we've used pepper spray before in schools, but it's truly not our first go-to, end quote. You can read much more about the board meeting and its discussion of the SRO program on HenricoCitizen.com right now by clicking on Education. And keeping connections was a central theme in the last Henrico County Public Schools student town hall meeting Monday evening, during which Verina District School Board member Alicia Atkins and other school staffers answered students' questions. At times, students themselves spoke to each other about their experiences. The school system's director of counseling, Elizabeth Parker, said that the counseling department has prepared itself to support students as they return to school in a virtual model. She encouraged students to check on themselves and on their friends during the school year. Counselors will be available 
for individual sessions with students and for small group counseling as well. School psychologists and social workers also have received additional training, she said. School counselors will be hosting monthly prevention lessons and teachers will lead social-emotional learning for Wellness Wednesdays for all students in elementary, middle, and high school. Schoology, the online learning platform, also will have a counseling department course with resources and lessons. Atkins encouraged students to share their feelings with people they trust. Parker suggested that they participate in group discussions in class, take opportunities to study together virtually, text friends during breaks in the school day, and call friends on the phone to help counteract meeting fatigue from being online. You can read our complete coverage of last night's virtual meeting on HenricoCitizen.com by clicking on Education. An employee of Rivers Edge Elementary School in Henrico's Far West End has tested positive for COVID-19, according to school officials who got the test results yesterday. The employee had not been in the school building since August 24th and has had no contact with any visitors while at the school at all, according to an email sent to the school's community by Principal Pamela James Monday evening. James wrote that staff members have been continuously cleaning and disinfecting workspaces according to the best practices for health risk mitigation and all staff members also are wearing masks and maintaining social distance. The school will remain open for appointments and other school-related business this week, but anyone with concerns about conducting that business inside the building should call the school to reschedule or to make virtual arrangements. Well, to help families better understand the concepts and technologies behind virtual learning, Henrico County Public Schools will offer a series of virtual learning help chats that will include a series of pre-recorded videos Those videos will break out exactly what families need to know. The school system also will offer three live question and answer sessions using Microsoft Teams. You can view the pre-recorded videos right now by visiting henricoschools.us backslash return to school. The recorded help chat topics include resources for virtual learning, creating a parent account on PowerSchool, features of PowerSchool, help with devices like iPads, Chromebooks, and laptops, and help with Clever, Schoology, and Microsoft Teams. The live question and answer sessions using Microsoft Teams will take place at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 6 p.m. this Thursday, September 3rd. They'll be moderated by HCPS Chief of Communications and Community Engagement, Andy Jenks. You can join them by visiting tinyurl.com backslash HCPS help chat. A bill that would have allowed citizens to file civil lawsuits against police officers died in the Virginia House of Delegates Appropriations Committee Monday. Two Democrats from Northern Virginia voted with Republicans to create an 11-11 deadlock, which prevented House Bill 5013 from advancing. Current law protects law enforcement officers from such lawsuits for the most part unless they commit an act that is quote clearly established statutory or constitutional rights of which a reasonable person would have known end quote the proposed bill was sponsored by delegate jeff Bourne of richmond it would have eliminated that qualified immunity Bourne said the bill would simply have allowed victims or their families to have a full day in court and not allow a quote bad actor to escape accountability or responsibility end quote Republicans opposed the bill, citing concerns about losing qualified officers and being unable to hire new ones because of the potential legal risks they could face. Technically, the bill may be brought back up by the full House in the future, but the Senate already has killed similar legislation, leaving delegates doubtful that any new proposal on their end would make it out of the Senate regardless. 
Dominion Energy employees yesterday delivered backpacks full of school supplies to children who live in the St. Luke apartment complex near Richmond Raceway in Henrico County. Virginia Delegate Lamont Bagby of Henrico, who's chair of the Virginia Legislative Black Caucus, assisted with the event. Bagby grew up in the apartment complex, which formerly was known as Essex Village. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam yesterday announced a unique partnership between the state and retail store IKEA, who have partnered to create a $4 million fund to hire 20 attorneys to assist Virginians during the eviction process. An eviction ban statewide is in place a few more days until September 7th, and state leaders have been working to implement programs to keep people from losing their homes. IKEA has stores in Woodbridge and Norfolk and employs a approximately 550 Virginians, but it closed down at the beginning of the pandemic in order to slow the spread of the virus, leaving all those employees to rely on the state's unemployment program. Javier Quinones, IKEA Retail U.S. president, said, quote, we now have a better understanding of the impact of COVID-19 on our business, and we've decided to pay it forward to support the ongoing relief efforts in our local communities, end quote. IKEA committed $2 million, and the state will match that with money from its CARES Act funds. It'll hire 20 eviction attorneys through a program implemented in coordination with the Legal Services Corporation of Virginia, which will fund and oversee the work of nine regional legal aid programs, and also the Virginia Poverty Law Center, which provides services to low-income Virginians. The VPLC predicted that more than 230,000 cases for eviction could be filed in the state by the end of the year. In Henrico, as of earlier this month, there were more than 600 unlawful detainer hearings scheduled between July 26th and September 14th. Unlawful detainer filings are the first step in the eviction process. At a press briefing yesterday, Northam said that defendants in eviction proceedings who have legal representation are twice as likely to receive a favorable outcome. Every 12 minutes, a Virginian dies from an opioid overdose. Every 12 minutes. Opioid overdoses are on the increase in Henrico. Yes, the opioid epidemic is still impacting residents in Henrico. But you can help. To find out what you can do, go to BounceBackHC.com. That's BounceBackHC.com. Knowledge is power, including learning about naloxin. That's naloxin, which can temporarily reverse the toxic effects of an opioid or heroin overdose. Get informed, get help, save a life. Go to BounceBackHC.com. That's BounceBackHC.com. To equip yourself with the knowledge to help our residents and the community of Henrico County against the opioid epidemic. Knowing what to do will allow you to be prepared to save a life. Go to BounceBackHC.com today. That's BounceBackHC.com. Or call 804-727-8515. That's 804-727-8515. Directly for substance abuse service. This message is sponsored by Henrico Area CSB Prevention Services.